try and answer them. Hello. Hi. Hello, good evening. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Grace, for being a part of Instagram Live today. Looking forward to it. Very excited. Very hot topic, I think, at the moment as well. Very just hot as well. So I'm really, really hot about the cheeks, but that's okay. Do you know what? I keep hearing about all the, I mean, we've had nice sunshine here. Um, but it's been a bit windy and a bit chilly, I'd say. Um, but okay. here, but that's okay. We're moving, moving with the weight, the wind. <laughs> um, I yes, yeah, so I guess. Um, how are you finding um, being at home? Are you working um, from home? How is it? How's it going for you? Yeah, it's um, having to change and alter the way that I do things. So rather than seeing clients in my office, um, I'm working through Zoom, which is a whole new experience for me, or video chat or phone call. We just do what has to be done. Yeah, so true. Adjusting with the time. Mm -hmm. um, I guess I'll, I'll get straight into some of the, the questions that I thought that might be beneficial for those who might be joining. Um, it is six o'clock, I'm thinking I have just yeah, I'll, I'll jump into the questions. Um, I guess my, um, one of the, the questions that I, <clears throat> I kind of come against a lot um, when I'm kind of advocating for CBT is what is CBT? So who better to help answer that question than yourself? Okay. Right. Well, CBT is one of the talking therapies. But why I really advocate for CBT is that to me it puts the power back into the hands of the person mm -hmm. because CBT is fundamentally a f there is the situation triggers the thought that thought triggers the emotion the behavior yeah. physical so I encourage people that by controlling their thoughts they therefore are able to control emotions, behaviours and also their physical well-being as well. Yeah. So it's, it uses strategies, um, it uses that dreadful word homework because it's a collaborative uh, therapy. You have to buy into it. It's not mm -hmm. doing all the work, it's us doing it together. That's a really good description. Um, yeah. What, why do you think it's important for us to take care of our mental health in this season, especially, or maybe in general? Yeah. Well, I think it's really good to know that we can do it because so often we just allow these thoughts and behaviours and feelings just to roughshod right over us. And yeah. When it, in this, forgive me using this word because it's probably going to grate on everybody's nerves, unprecedented times is that, you know people who have never had a struggle with their mental health are now finding themselves anxious and fearful yeah so by looking at how you can control your thoughts and what influences you it's so important to know that you have a choice so in this time where there's so many things that we are unable to control and that is scary for a lot of people when we feel out of control it's knowing what we have the ability to control yeah 
first and foremost, we can control our thoughts. You know, um, what is it they say that women predominantly have like 70,000 thoughts that go through their head or 70,000 words or it's their heads all full. So we're not able to control all of that. But there are certain thoughts that will come in that cause us to be anxious or fearful. Yeah. We can look at them and say, is that fact? Is that opinion? Is that true? What can I do to alleviate my response to those thoughts? And I think it's so important just now when there's so much information coming at us and mm -hmm. fake news and people's opinions and everything to scare us. You know, so it's really good to know that in this time where there's so much we can't control, we are able to maintain some stability when it comes to our thoughts and how we feel. Yeah, it's really good, really good to, to dwell on thinking that because, um, yeah, it can just be a lot. Yeah. Um, especially. Monitor it. You know, oh, yeah. You're able to put boundaries around what influences you. 100%. Yeah, and that's so important. I even had to take some time in full transparency over the weekend to try and put the phone down, for example, because I guess you're constantly um, connected. So, you know, it's it's so important. I've had to just kind of take a minute away. And, you know, it's almost like even when you've had too many coffees and you have that kind of jittery feel mm -hmm. when it comes to like social media, it's the same. It seems to be the same kind of reaction that I've discovered. Um, and that is but you can control what comes in. Yeah. And that is really important. Just because it's out there doesn't mean to say you have to take ownership of it. Doesn't mean to say you bring it in. Yeah. And again, that's empowering. You have a choice. Yeah. You know, and just like anything else, I would say limit social media. I know it's mm -hmm. weird coming when we're on a social media platform, <laughs> but this is going to be helpful. Yeah. And hopefully it will not, people won't be scared by it, but they'll feel that they've got something that they, they'll take away from this tonight that they can use. So true. And if you've just joined us, I know there's a few here. Um, hi, Hannah. Hi, Vanessa. Hi, Louisa. Hi, Ailey. So nice to have you guys with us. Um, any, if you have just joined, Grace has already been sharing gold. It is worth the playback <laughs> um and so yeah great great answer grace i guess um my next question was uh or is how to spot um and separate the difference it's such a good one i'm so passionate about this one um <laughs> i know sorry um how do you spot the difference between being an anxious thought and you know labeling ourselves as someone who has um anxiety yes yeah perfect well knowing and understanding that we all have anxious thoughts there's none of us exempt because life can create oh my goodness you know um well, that's a bit scary or i'm a wee bit worried about this or whatever now that's momentarily it just comes moment by moment but if you yeah. find that you're living your life with these anxious thoughts and everything you do um, you're making decisions based on these anxious thoughts and you're fearful you can't do anything you start to not um, like even with a depression you'll, you'll notice that you stop doing the things that you enjoy yeah uh, 
you'll distance yourself from friends. You'll not, you know, you'll not um, watch your programmes. You'll not be able to concentrate. You'll, you're, you're either eat too much or not eat. Um, your sleep's been altered. There's so many different ways that when you realise that this is this anxiety, these thoughts are driving me. Mm -hmm. You become overwhelmed. So that every every choice that you make is based on the thoughts that you're having. So you might not even become aware of what you're thinking, but you actually need to have a wee look at what you're doing or what you're not doing. And if they start to determine how you're living your life, then you go, really, there's something I need to address here. And yeah. advocate prevention is better than cure. So if you can understand your triggers, what upsets you, um, then then you can adjust to that. And I see there's I see that there's a question right here. Yeah. And, and finding that I'm wide awake at night and at the moment. Okay. Um, well, Tips for if you follow Peace by even on Facebook, if you go to Peace by Peace, I've actually uploaded a video on how to get to sleep. Right. Love and um, that will help you just kind of unpick it and understand it. Because if your brain's active, then your body, it doesn't shut down. So your body won't shut down either. So as I advocate that sleep starts from the up. Um, because you prepare your day and you start to take control of your day and you have purpose and, and you take captive the thoughts so that they're not driving your day. So it's looking at your bedtime routine. You know, not you, you wouldn't fill a kid full of sugar and then tell them to go to sleep. So if you're full of anxiety by what, one thing I would say to you, please do not watch the news before you try and go to sleep. <laughs> because that just triggers fear. And or even scrolling. Yeah. Would you say, Grace, even scrolling your phone? Because it... And your brain just looks for that and it says, well, I'm still active. Mm -hmm. These are the things. And then you'll scroll. And even in scrolling, you'll get so many opinions. And even from people that you respect, you'll get opinions. And that is, oh, what do I do now? Or yeah. this. And if your brain is constantly firing, it's full of electricity, you know, and energy. So if you're feeding it and you're feeding it with anxious thoughts and yeah. it right up to the moment that your head hits the pillow, don't be surprised that you can't sleep. So it's winding down and it's so important. You know, they say that the bedroom should only be for sleeper sex. <laughs> Have a quiet space, you know, leave the phone on do not disturb social media. The world will not, honestly not come to an end if you don't <laughs> That's so good. To, um, look at what you're doing and how that you can bring that calm. But as I say, you go onto Facebook and I've literally there's a video there that will put you to sleep. I'm actually going to check that out, Chris. <laughs> Although I'm still helpful. I'm still finding your lack. Grace previously suggested um, in one of our conversations of. Known, I've known Grace for quite a number of years now, um, about you know that bath time routine, and actually love that whole um, piece of wisdom on just yeah, yep. 
And that, um, knowing that, and even, and it's a really good tip now, especially with all this hand washing, like, yeah. best to clients, like, so that your brain be cut, because it looks for patterns, it looks for rhythms. So if you then start putting on hand cream, and while you're doing it, saying, that's me, I'm getting ready for bed. Yeah. I'm getting ready for bed. And your, start, your brain is starting to go, all oh, right, hand cream, must be bedtime. You know, and even things like what your mother used to do to you, I suppose, as, as you were a child, brushing your hair. Brush yeah. Bedtime. You know, so you have a routine just as much as a child does, but it's how you unwind. And remember, you will not solve this issue. It's not your issue to solve. You know, so don't be anxious about it. You know, and remember that tomorrow's another day. Yeah. So you've done enough today. What you need to do to help you in your tomorrow is relax and get that sleep so the body can restore, it can file in calmness, not in anxiety, because you, like gratitude is so important because as you start to unwind, as you feed your brain, yeah, the brain will look at it and file it in a calm manner. But if, you, if you're anxious, the brain is and you'll find that you wake up anxious. So gratitude is so important. Um, focusing on the good things about your day, unpacking it, but not in a stressful manner, and go, now it's sleep. Love it. So hopefully. That's it. I know that's going to help a lot of people. And um, I know, Hannah, you had to go. Thank you so much for coming and for um, your question. And I know that she's going to check out your video, Grace, which is exciting. It's good. Uh, boo, hello, Boo. Welcome, if you're still here. And yeah, I think the my next question is, what are some of the practical things? Perhaps we're kind of touched on some, but is there any some practical tips or thoughts that we can do to manage our mental health yeah. in general? Um, one of those things that you'll be familiar with, <laughs> and um, so I would say to those that are listening please do not think of a white horse in a green field. So no matter what I say, I don't want you to think of a white horse in a green field. <laughs> what are you thinking about? A white horse in a green field? <laughs> that is just an illustration because so often we try not to think about things and we suppress it and we push it down, but it ends up it's the very thing that we think about. So by distracting yourself, not ignoring that thought, say, yeah, I hear it, but I'm choosing not to sit down, have a cup of tea, let it overwhelm me. I'm choosing to think on this. Yeah. Right? So you think it's a distraction. It's an acceptance that the thought's there, but that you don't take ownership of it. You don't bring it alongside and let it sit in your head for as long as it likes. You then take control and say, I choose not to go there. I choose to do this. So mm -hmm. knowing that you have the power to control what you're thinking. But it's also not only just a, a mental exercise, it's so much a physical exercise as well. So even like doing home exercise, I've tried Joe Wicks, it nearly killed me. So I wasn't, I'm not going there again. <laughs> but um, I'm in a virtual choir. So that's really good for my mental health. Um, mm -hmm. Getting outside and doing the gardening, um, you know, things that you enjoy doing. 
because that is mm-hmm. because when you're f- focusing on a task you're not necessarily thinking you're thinking on the task so that gives you some respite and some downtime so yeah oh you're not disturbed when the phone goes <laughs> um so <laughs> it's not just the mental attitude of it it's making sure you get enough exercise making sure that you're eating making sure that you get enough sleep so all of these things yeah. it, it, it's the holistic approach it's not just the one thing but it's piecing it all together have time with your friends you know zoom you know have mm-hmm. times do something stupid you know anything like that so that you're taking the gravity out of life as it is at the moment I love it and piece by piece <laughs> by piece <laughs> very nicely named there great <laughs> I think um even today has been a testament to that I guess I got up um you know after a couple of days of just just being a bl- bloody lines in terms of routine and things um and I think even just getting up and and kind of deciding I'm not going to prolong getting up I'm going to have an alarm I'm going to make a make a point in the day of this is what's my first things of the day and of course I was on a social uh, Instagram live this morning with the weeper and it, it just um, night and day yeah in terms of starting that day when you just be intentional I guess it's being intentional it's having purpose yeah and that's for those that are at home those that are actually having to go out and face this whether it's, yeah um the frontliners it's or the shop assistants or anybody that has that is out there to make our lives easier and safer yeah they have a different outlook on that and so often they could be anxious at that point but they're focused and it's yeah. not until they have downtime that it, it becomes overwhelming so they have a you know their focus is what they're doing if we're at home then as you say the lines get blurred and yeah we can just what's the point of getting dressed every point you know nobody sees me nobody i'll just bung the hair up and a scrunchy so whatever no because that is detrimental to your mental and physical health that's okay you know periodically but it's not your way of now becoming your new normal okay. you put boundaries in so that your day becomes a day of achievement regardless of what that is <laughs> that's it wow you're like it's right okay i'm not going to let my surroundings make me fearful i'm going to be vigilant and watch what i'm doing and and i'll endeavor to stay as safe as possible but it's when they come then home and they're having to unpack their day their day completely different overwhelming mm-hmm. the anxious thoughts can be the same and it's how you then process that. That's a very good point because you even just you you kind of uh, highlighted there about the different perspectives and thinking you know whether that's you're a supermarket uh, assistant and you're stressed out because people are trying to get their food or whether you're in the hospital and you're dealing with fatalities or you know some real stuff um, either end of the spectrum. Um, yeah. It's it's going to look different for everybody and I think it's maybe been aware of uh, you know where we're at with things and even 
and it is to show compassion to herself and mm -hmm. compassion to others because kindness does not stop um, and it's thinking about others as well because that's a one that's also a very good thing for your mental health is not to become so self-absorbed it's allowing you know thinking about others um, yeah that's giving someone else a phone call when you feel nobody's phoning me phone that someone else you know have that conversation have a video chat do these things don't always wait for it to come to you you take yeah. it to someone else and yeah, that love it. Well, kindness is scientific and the respect that it does help you know it, it changes your perspective i created a print um a couple of weeks ago now just a new one and it's kindness is always a good idea I, I don't I don't know if I can take credit for that quote or anything like that but it was just something in my heart you know yeah. um because I, I, I just think it's good to remind ourselves it's a good reminder case because people um, are becoming what I hear is that people are becoming a bit more aggressive um intolerant but that's fear mm -hmm. that's what you know and you say, no, just show a wee bit of compassion. We're all in this together. We literally are. There's none of us that can escape this. So, yeah. But we all have a choice in how we journey through it. So good. Um, well, I think with that, I've actually got another question. Um, and I guess it's playing into what you just mentioned. You know, how, or how do we know when we need to reach out from, for help when it gets to that point where... It's maybe too much is is there a and you mentioned prevention is always better than um i always forget the second part that I prevention is bad, bad. Yeah. um i guess what kind of steps could people take if they have not if they just feel like they're out of control and they're not feeling um themselves or they feel anxious mm -hmm. but then they don't quite know the tools yet or how to put that into practice or identify it yeah um if one of the things that i would say if you start to notice that there's subtle changes you know whether you can sleep whether you're 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 um you've lost your appetite or your appetite's increased or you're tearful or you find that oh my goodness i'm so angry with everybody uh, yeah i just don't want to see anybody i'm pulling back when you start to see that pattern, you think, right, there's something here. Now, mm -hmm. that can happen to all of us. It's don't label yourself with having a mental illness. I'm yeah. mental wellness. So if yeah. you're not, each of us can sometimes um, have times when we're not as well mentally as because of the circumstances. And it's not, there's no, there should not be any stigma in asking for help. And that can be, um, I saw one of these things, it says you don't need a therapist if you've got a good friend and a tank of gas, you know. But <laughs> unfortunately, we can all have good friends, but we, we're not able to get out in the car with them or whatever. But it's having that genuine conversation. Yeah. And you, it's okay not to be okay. Mm -hmm. Owning how you feel. But it's also, if you feel at any given point, and there's no label to it. It's not you're putting your hand up and saying, I have anxiety. No, this at this point in time, each of us have got areas where we feel anxious with yeah. having anxiety. Um, so a phone call to even 
researching online, like Anxiety um, UK or Mind, they have yeah. so many things um, there to help people help themselves. Yeah. Because that I, I feel that that is so important that you, to understand that you have the ability to help yourself if you know what to do and where to go. And yeah. not necessarily having to go for therapy, but it's helping to unpack. It's having a conversation with someone who understands. And that can be, and I would always encourage people to speak to a therapist because they are non-judgmental and they don't, you know, they're not going to go to your friend and say, do you hear what she's, you know, she's no coping. Um, no, they'll just take it and you you have them for that particular time. They mm -hmm. you. So I would always suggest that um, that you seek help. Yeah. And it's amazing because to, um, it's true what you say as well. Sometimes it's important to have that person who is third party to your life so that you can really be that safe space to um, kind of be honest. Because actually, we sometimes, whether we like it or not, are always going to have that kind of, um, we present ourselves in a certain way to certain people. Yeah. Out of fear, out of whatever that is, pride or whatever that is. So it's really, um, it shouldn't be a negative connotation with seeking out for help. And I say that, and I think it's important for us to talk about that because I see trends and themes over working with social media of different things and one of them I guess in the last couple of days or last week was that you know people if they went well they were too scared to come forward to get help like from medical professions and I think you know just in case that is the case with um you know how we're dealing with things at home yeah um because and if you're in a, a pressure cooker Mm -hmm. you know, being at home, like husbands and wives, they go, they're with each other 24-7, children with their parents 24-7, and that can be overwhelming, um, yeah. because where routines have all altered, the kids are, you know, they, they're not at school, they're constant, they're just wanting information, they're wanting this, they're wanting fed, they're, so it's not a cakewalk being at home, with your husband and your kids. <laughs> Just as much, I was speaking to a young girl yesterday who was at the checkout, a checkout assistant, and I asked her how she was doing, and she says, I'm, I'm really hoping the lockdown goes is relaxed soon. She says, because I was at university, um, I stay up the north of Scotland, I'm on my own, um, I can't get back to my family, so I'm just in my flat myself. Mm -hmm. I'm finding that a real struggle you know so there's one side of it is those that are on their own and the other where the, the whole family even dogs are getting upset because they're not getting peace <laughs> because there's people in all the time um yeah so cats as well I've heard cats yeah being strange and um, the I know even for myself like when I, I take my my walk with my dog and my dog is normally amazing, but taking him out right now, he's pulling on the lead, he's, he's wanting to get to other dogs. They can sense it as well. Mm -hmm. so, but we're fortunate, those of the, the age and the capability of social media are, are so fortunate 
there are those that don't you know and it's not even just the elderly because i know some really cool older folk that are well up on social media yeah but people that aren't able to access it and spend a lot of time on their own mm -hmm. you know that is can be really disturbing to them when the only outlet they have is the television you know so as a challenge that is definitely something I can relate to because I guess, you know, I've had family members when I've been on the phone trying to kind of help mm. them. And it, it's, it's, it's frustrating on both ends because you just want to be able to make it work for people. But, you know, maybe even an idea is if you know someone who is struggling with technology and you feel a bit more savvy, if you've got, I mean, we've got iPhones, we've got FaceTime, yeah. get them to FaceTime, turn it to the computer and try and help them work through. Um, it's because you know this connection and, and even if it if nothing else that phone call yeah. um is such a, a precious thing right now more so than a text yes I, I would always encourage people to um pick up the phone yeah as opposed to text because texting at the best of times is just can be misconstrued but even in a phone call you know yeah voice at the other end of the phone just asking how they are yeah. So um, I had spoke to someone the other day and they were saying, my friend phones me every day, but we've got nothing else to say because we don't do anything. And I said, well, um, set up a quiz, you know, get some of your other friends together, yeah. a Zoom, you know, do a football quiz, do something. But it's allowing yourself to be creative. Um, create something that you can do to help yourself but also to help others so good i actually played monopoly for the first time in what, monopoly? so long <laughs> that's maybe a good game to play when you're in lockdown <laughs> well no probably not because i got thrashed <laughs> but it was it was kind of fun but i um i was gonna say as well there was a whole theme grace and i'm I'm just loving having you on the um, on the live because I think you've got a big well of wisdom to glean from, and um, I've been wanting to chat to you for so long. Um, but yeah, I think one of the one more thing that I'm going to sneak in as well. There was a theme as well around people kind of finding that balance between how uh, being productive or, or taking being creative and using this as an opportunity, and perhaps maybe just resting. Yeah. I don't know if you had any thoughts to that because it seems to be that people are challenged with that. They either feel guilty because they're not oh, I know. building Rome in a day. <laughs> Absolutely. And when I talk about creativity, um, it's not that you have to become, you know, reinvent the wheel or become this super amazing entrepreneur um, and, you know, invent something that's going to make you a millionaire once lockdown's over it's not about that it's about what can you do when i'm talking about creativity that could be is something about if you get a paper delivered do the crossword puzzle that you've never had time to do yeah you know um sit and chill and if if you want to watch netflix all day do so but not every day <laughs> you know you give let yourself off the hook you know because right now and i'm finding it, it is incessant 
and I mm -hmm. put boundaries around if these, um, you know, those like when you're on Facebook and somebody sends you one of those, pass this on and pass it to me and pass it to 20 people, and you're like, everybody at this point in time has got one of them. So you can be get 12 of them a day. And you go, yeah. I don't pass anything on. Yeah. So really? But it's still an intrusion that is, ah, oh, there's something else that I can't do. Or I don't want to do this. And, and you go, do you know what? I don't have to. I don't have to do that. My journey through this is not going to be the same as anybody else's. And that's okay. That. You know, some people will pick up a craft that they've done before. Others will go and go into the garden if they've got one, or yeah. do the kitchen, you know, or sort out their summer wardrobe. Or, you know, yeah, fine. But I was just even saying to my husband, I says we were so fortunate tonight. We were out and we had a barbecue in the garden. And as you know, I was a nurse for many years. Yeah, and I'm like. I feel for my friends because they're coming home from work exhausted. So they've not, they're going to get hit with, oh, today, you know, like if they go on Facebook, their friends, oh, today I did this and today I did that. Look how I did my hair and do And they're dealing with life and death and they're going, I just want a shower and to go to bed. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay too. And that's okay too. So, and there's no judgment if, you know, don't compare at this time or any other time. Comparison mm -hmm. is is a real challenge at the best of time. So whether yeah. your creativity is moving the ornaments in your living room, do so. And if it's doing a 3,000 cornerless jigsaw, go for it. <laughs> choice. Yeah. But don't be, you know, like whether or not you're on doing Joe Wicks, Anton Dubeck's, you know, or whatever thing that's on Facebook or the television, YouTube. It's not a have to. So true. It's what you can do to make this easier for yourself. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I think I was going to squeeze. <laughs> that's great. Bless you. Bless you. Live. Live lesson in behaviour. Yes, my dog um, whimpering in the kitchen because <laughs> he's now been taken out of the kitchen, so you won't hear him whimpering. Oh, um, apologies for the sneeze there. Um, if you're watching, if you just joined us, um, make sure you do watch back because we have had some really great conversations today um on dealing with anxiety and quarantine dealing with mental health you know how to look after ourselves and again grace um do you want to like let people know a little bit about where they can find out more of those tips that i just love come for you on um online or how they might connect um um on instagram I'm there and um, I'm also on Facebook, I'm on Twitter. Please feel free to drop a question um, and I will do my very best to answer it. Amazing, thank you so much for your time today. And um, I will make sure this goes up and um, I link to 
some of your resource, Grace, on uh, social media, YouTube and all of the above. Yeah. <laughs> this is a whole learning curve for me. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not the most, um, what would you say, technical. You have well, tried on so many occasions to get me to <laughs> be more um, savvy with this sort of thing. But so it's, this, is a le this has brought me into a learning curve. Yeah, now we're doing lives. I'll be joining your lives next. <laughs> like watching and commenting, asking questions. <laughs> um, it's so good though. You're doing amazing. And thanks again. Absolutely. Um, love you a bit, Grace, as you know. I'm so glad you finally got you here. <laughs> um, I hope that you all have a lovely evening. And Grace, please do come back. I'm sure I will. <laughs> be asking again like oh do you want to come chat about this <laughs> um it'd be lovely to have you but yeah from from my home to yours sorry I, I appreciate the opportunity oh <laughs> and yet no wrong but you can <laughs> <laughs> i see you're in demand now every day is a school day <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah very surely <laughs> Um, in fact, just before we go, because I realised I was running off, does anybody have a question they want to ask Grace? Any other questions? Please do feel free to pop them in. I'll give them a second. Yeah. Um, and if, if if not now, then definitely drop, drop myself or drop Grace a message and I'll pass it on to Grace and uh, get some expert advice because... I will only be coming from my own experience. The learning, so yeah, I'm learning for the best. As me, you too. As ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, take care, everyone, and have a lovely evening. Grace, have a really a great evening. And I'm I'm going to go and do a Zoom with my girlfriends. <laughs> yes, creative ideas, there, people. <laughs> have fun. And I will speak to you soon. And thank you. Thank you, Leanne. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Grace. Means a lot. Means a lot. <laughs> Bye. Bye, sweetheart. Bye.